welcome to Soccer 101. My name is Ryan Bailey, and on this episode, we're going to be talking about loans. Not the type of loan that some very scary gentlemen give out in return for a very small favour, or the kind of loan that sees your DVD copy of Donnie Darko lent to a friend 12 years ago and he never gave it back. Sparkle motion forever. But the kind of loan that sees a soccer player move between teams. In US sports parlance, athletes move between teams with trades, which either involve an exchange of players or some kind of capital for a player. In soccer, players typically move between clubs via transfer, where their registration is moved from one team to another in exchange for a transfer fee. That transfer fee is paid between the clubs, with an agent often taking a cut of up to 12%. The transfer fee can be avoided if a player is at the end of their contract when they become a free agent. There's another way players can move between clubs in what the Premier League officially refers to as temporary transfers, which are better known as loans. In a loan move, a player can temporarily play for a team for whom he or she is not under contract or registered with. The team receiving the loan player usually won't have to pay any kind of fee, usually, but they will be obliged to pay the player's salary, or at least a proportion of it. Loans are conducted during the summer and winter transfer windows and can take place outside the windows in rare exceptions known as emergency loans. More on that a little later on. An existing loan deal can be made permanent at any time outside the transfer window though. Loans can last for just a few weeks, a full season or multiple seasons and they can happen in a variety of circumstances and for many reasons. I'll get into that shortly but first I want to take a quick look at the history of loans in soccer. In the early days of the amateur game in the late 1800s, the kind of time period you may have seen documented in the Netflix show The English Game, loans between teams were pretty common. Often a home team would loan an away team a player or two if they turned up short on the day, and more controversially, teams would bring in a ringer or two for a major game like a cup tie. According to 442, the very first FA Cup final in 1872 between Wanderers and Royal Engineers was won by Wanderers thanks to a goal from a player named A.H. Checker. That was actually a pseudonym for a lone player named Morton Betts, who was snuck onto the team. Betts played for the Harrow Checkers, hence his disguised name was A.H. Checker. Do you see what they did there? Soccer turned professional in 1885 and players were then tied to their teams by contracts, at which point the practice of loaning players for important cup ties was described as an objectionable and unfair proceeding by a leading newspaper at the time. In April 1898, the FA banned the loaning and borrowing of players for special matches not long after a scandal where Manchester City were loaned some England internationals for a crucial end-of-season game against Newcastle. Loans only returned 45 years later when the Second World War left many teams short due to military duty. During wartime, it wasn't uncommon for a good player to play for several different teams during the same week. And on Christmas Day 1940, the legendary maverick Len Shackleton played for Bradford Park Avenue in the morning and then for Bradford City in the afternoon. After the war, loans were ruled out again, only to return in 1966 when English teams were allowed to make two loan transfers per season. This 1966 rule effectively set the template for the modern loan system, with a few changes being made 
here and there. Up until 1980, for example, clubs could only loan players to teams in different divisions. Nowadays, players can be loaned within the same league, and in La Liga and Ligue 1, a player can even face his own parent club. This isn't permitted in the Premier League, where a recent example saw Jesse Lingard sit out West Ham's game against his parent club, Manchester United. Before we continue, I have something very exciting to tell you about, dear listener, a new app called Stereo. Stereo is a free live broadcast social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time. The app allows podcast creators such as myself and the Total Soccer Show gang to host live shows, and you can interact with those live shows by recording a question and sending it directly to us during the show. It's a lot of fun. Why am I telling you about this? Well, we're going to be using Stereo once again to make some weekly live shows as we have been doing for a while now. And we want you to join us and check it out if you haven't already. Download the free Stereo app on your phone or device and search for Soccer 101 Live Show or find me, Ryan Bailey and Taylor Rockwell. He's at Rockwell TSS if you search for that one. So you can connect with us whenever we are live. Stay tuned for more details on how to engage with us on Stereo at the end of today's episode. So, back to the topic at hand. Why do players go on loan? Primarily, it's a method for clubs to get valuable playing time and game experience for squad players who aren't making the first team. For example, Martin Odegaard is making waves on loan at Arsenal this season as he's not getting into the team of parent club Real Madrid. When 35-year-old midfielder Luka Modric departs Los Blancos one day, it's likely that Odegaard would be deemed his successor. He'll have experience with a top-flight Premier League team under his belt to call upon when that time comes. This kind of arrangement is beneficial for the parent club, who can effectively have their player developed by a rival, and for the receiving club, who typically try and arrange a loan when injuries or deficiencies in certain areas mean they need some temporary backup. A receiving club may also look to loans when they can't afford to outright buy a player due to budgetary restraints. There are some other ways in which the loan system can be used too. For example, it can also be exploited to avoid the pitfalls of financial fair play. In August 2017, Kylian Mbappe joined Paris Saint-Germain on loan from Monaco, with an agreement that a full transfer of up to 180 million euros would take place the following season. Why did they do this kind of loan? Well, a matter of days before Mbappé arrived in August 2017, Neymar was signed for a world record 222 million euros. So PSG were deemed to have used a loan to delay Mbappé's transfer fee in order to circumvent FFP regulations. This is known as a loan with an obligation to buy, which can often be a risky proposition for the receiving team. In 2014, for example, Manchester City loaned Alvaro Negredo to Sevilla, who were obligated to buy him for 30 million euros the following season. That sounded fine, but Negredo had a poor first season in Seville, who were then forced to fork out quite a lot of money for a player who had been poor for them for a whole season. Yikes. Some big teams have also exploited the loan system as a means of making a profit. Chelsea are famous for their loan farm, or they were famous for their loan farm, that saw them have 37 players out on loan during the 2016-17 season. The Blues would buy players, loan them out, and then sell them at a profit, with many of them never getting close to the first team. Patrick Bamford, for example, was signed by Chelsea in 2012 and then was sent on six loan spells before being sold to Middlesbrough in 2017, five years later. Bamford never played for Chelsea's first team and the deal with Middlesbrough reportedly made the Blues £10 million. 
That's not bad for a player who was developed by and paid by other teams. FIFA put a stop to this kind of loan exploitation last year when they set a rule that clubs can only conduct eight loan deals in and out of a club in any given season. At the time they made the ruling, Chelsea had just the 27 players out on loan. In addition to this rule, the Premier League also issued a new decree for this season 2020-21. Premier League clubs may not register more than two players on loan at any one time. The maximum number of loans registrable for Premier League teams in the same season is four and under no circumstances shall more than one be from the same club at any one time. I'm going to quickly steer you away from Premier League rules to jump in one more time to let you know about today's sponsor, ExpressVPN. Did you know that ExpressVPN can be used to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries? It's true. ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want sites to think you're located. To make it happen, you just open the app, select a location wherever you want it to be, tap one button to connect and refresh the page to access thousands of new shows or movies. You can choose from almost 100 different countries and supercharge your Netflix subscription with way more content. For example, The Dark Knight movie and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, not a movie, a great TV show, they're on Canadian Netflix. Rick and Morty is on French Netflix. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, from West Philadelphia born and raised, is on Australian Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service, not just Netflix. You can use Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, the list goes on and on. And if you're outside the US, you can access the free NBC streaming service Peacock just change your location to the US. Hmm. You can stream in HD, no problem, no buffering or lagging. It's compatible with all your devices, your phones, your laptops, your media consoles, your smart TVs, your microwave, maybe not that one, but all the others. And not only does it let you change your location, it also encrypts your data and lets you surf the web safely and anonymously. I've used a lot of VPNs in my time, and let me tell you, ExpressVPN is the easiest to use, and most importantly, it's the most reliable. That's the uh, Ryan Bailey seal of approval it's getting right there. We've got an offer for Soccer 101 listeners too. If you go to expressvpn.com slash soccer, you'll get an extra three months of ExpressVPN free on a one-year package. That goes for everybody, domestic and international listeners. Once more time, that's expressvpn.com slash soccer for three months free. Expressvpn.com slash soccer. Go check it out. Thank you very much to ExpressVPN for sponsoring today's show. And back we go to the loan chat. Some other loan controversy has arisen from the concept of emergency loans, which I'd hinted at earlier. In February 2020, Barcelona signed striker Martin Braithwaite for 18 million euros. La Liga gave Barcelona permission to make a signing outside the transfer window after Usman Dembele was ruled out for six months with an injury and they had no other cover because Barcelona is a terribly run club with a badly assembled squad. This was highly controversial as Barca were allowed to steal Braithwaite away from Lejanes. He was their top scorer and they were subsequently relegated without him. So a big club was able to weaken a small one just because they had some poor squad planning. Emergency loans aren't allowed in the Premier League and FIFA scrapped a special emergency loan window worldwide ahead of the 2016-17 season. Another aspect of loans that's worth discussing is the recent phenomenon of loan fees. 
Usually there's no fee involved in a loan, but big clubs have started building them in for reasons that surely have nothing to do with player agents getting a piece of the action. <clears throat> for example, Radamel Falcao joined Manchester United in 2018 after a 6 million euro loan fee was paid to Monaco. And it was recently revealed that Aston Villa paid Chelsea a pretty hefty 11 million pounds just to have Ross Barkley on loan this season. So that just about covers loans in soccer, but I just want to take a minute to note some of the examples of the best and worst loan deals that have been struck over the years. While at LA Galaxy, David Beckham went on loan to Milan during the NMLS off-season in 2009 and 2010, and he was generally very impressive for the Rossoneri. The deal worked out pretty well for all parties, and Milan actually tried to sign him permanently before PSG swooped in. And Romelu Lukaku built his fearsome reputation in the Premier League via a series of loans from parent club Chelsea. In 2012-13, Lukaku shined on a season-long loan at West Brom, where he scored 17 league goals, more than any Chelsea player that season. He capped that season by scoring a perfect hat-trick from the bench in that bonkers 5-5 draw with Manchester United on the final day of the season that served as Sir Alex Ferguson's final match as a manager. The following season, Lukaku was loaned to Everton, where he was so impressive that the Toffees signed him on a five-year deal for £28 million. Some loans, however, aren't quite so fruitful. The aforementioned Radamel Falcao didn't quite make his loan fee and big wages worthwhile at Man United, where Simone Zaza was so bad at West Ham in 2016 that the Hammer sent him back to Juventus early, even though they paid a £5 million loan fee. All right, ladies and gents, thank you very much for loaning me your attention on today's episode. That's almost it for today, but one more reminder about our upcoming live and interactive shows on Stereo. Stereo app users can sign up for free and engage with the platform to listen in, seek out topics, and join conversations about issues and ideas that interest them. There's a wide range of conversation topics on Stereo, comedy, pop culture, lifestyle, sports, and them suckers, that's on there too. Stereo can be downloaded for free by Apple and Android users. Once users download the app, you'll be able to create an avatar and a profile. That's a lot of fun in itself, I promise you. Users submit audio messages to the host of conversations to join the conversation in real time. And that's something you guys can do with us, with me, Taylor and Joe on Soccer 101. We've got a live audience interactive episode every Thursday night at 8 p.m on the Stereo app. So go and download the Stereo app, sign up for free and search for Soccer 101's live show or find me at Ryan Bailey, or one word, or Taylor Rockwell at Rockwell TSS. We'll see you then. Thank you very much for listening. I love you. Bye.